This week on Not Sauce for Work, Terry Tam joins us remotely while Eagle is on his perch. I fight off vacation brain and we talk Zach Wilson's pillow talk, the business of loyalty, and homemade snacks. We'll also take a minute to talk about Anthony Rizzo, but not really. We'll get into this and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Welcome everyone, you were listening to it, perhaps watching Not Sauce Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. How is everyone doing? By that I mean, of course, Terry and Eagle, not the people who can't answer back. My paper airplane was a fail. Yeah, yeah. there's no way you would work for NASA. Which, by the way, have you seen the pictures from outer space over the last couple of days? No. That, uh, okay. Intro topic concluded. <laughs> What about these pictures you, from space? Did you actually not see like it or been, hear about it? It's everywhere. No, it's nothing. The main Absolutely news story nothing. of the world for the last 24 the hours. The glowing space potato? The yeah. galaxies upon galaxies that are now dead? Nope. All right. What Can did I you see? hear about this week? <laughs> Let's, uh, you tell me what you want to talk about. Uh, that Habs drafted Slavkovsky. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's a guy we, we will see, and then we'll be like, oh, he's not that good yet. And then the next year, we'll be like, oh, he's kind of good. And then we'll be like, all right, I think he might be good. And then we're going to trade him, and then he's going to be really good somewhere else. Can't wait for him <laughs> in Tampa. Can't wait. No, I don't think it's going to happen this time. I don't know. I'm optimistic. I think I think I have more history on my side in the last 30 years saying I'm right. Oh, what is this? This is the it's picture. It's the fucking space. <laughs> so... I well, what is I it? Explain. I don't know anything about telescopes because I only thought there was the Hubble telescope. I didn't know there was competing telescopes in that space. Mm-hmm. James Webb, this is his telescope. Um, and NASA Jesus. was able to take some super high-res pictures of space that we've never been able to see before. Of course, the Twitter comments are that it's fake. Because why would there be pictures of space when you could fake pictures of space? I don't know who would benefit <laughs> from it, but clearly that's what the internet thinks. Glowing space potatoes. I'd, I'd have me a glowing space potato. Space poutine? Yeah. Load that shit up. Space poutine ever. sounds delicious. It sounds I don't like know. I don't know if the cheese, condition I'm in every time I have curds. a poutine. I don't know if cheese curds uh, hold up in space, though. Well, they're, uh, they're, there's no gravity, so they're uh, not quite as heavy. But they're very, they're very squishy, so wouldn't that mean there's a lot of like oxygen going through it? That's so a good it point. Would... Eagle, you need to f- do some research. Find out yeah. if, uh, if uh, squishy exists in space. Yeah. Like, you know how there's no gravity? Mm-hmm. We need to find out if there's a, a zero squish zone. It's highly important to the future of this show. We need to know this immediately. Uh, one thing I will mention is uh, we missed 7-Eleven, where you would get a free Slurpee at 7-Eleven. Oh. 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 You mean July 11th? Yes. Oh. I see. Right, well, we don't have a 7-Eleven. So every yet. July 11, uh, 7-Eleven has free Slurpees? They give away a drink you can buy for a dollar fifty. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder I mean, if drink, you can. Arguable. <laughs> sugar and water. I wonder if you can trace the diabetes from each individual that probably you had. See, you see it right five here. Five of them. It's like right. There. Yeah, there's a high res picture of it. That's uh, it's. 
It's the glowing space potato of diabetes. But explain what it is. We don't know it's in space, it's bro. It's the Southern Ring Planetary Nebula that there was previously go. hidden. Planetary nebulae are the shells of gas and dust ejected from dying stars. That's pretty wild. That's actually pretty wild. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So That's basically, cool. someone blew up this star. But so, what <laughs> kind of, what kind of like person you need to be to see something like just utterly magnificent? Like, imagine someone catching a unicorn in real life and be like, "Yo, I found the last unicorn." They're like, "Fake." <laughs> right here. <laughs> nah, fake. Nah, nah. You're full but of shit, what's bro. What's the benefit? Like, like. Who gains from fake pictures of space? Like, I don't understand. NASA well, sci- scientists get scientists So you get think funded, that the people yeah. giving billions of dollars to NASA is going to be like, oh, I saw one picture. You know what? Here's the rest of your money. No, it but they don't, they're not looking for billions. They're looking for just a couple hundred thousand because they they actually think they're onto something, but they're not. Oh, okay. So so what you do is, so this this picture is for the lower investors who weren't going to Exactly. Get yeah. It's this like, is hey, like the penny stocks of yeah. science. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 the uh, crypto of uh, of space. Exactly, this yeah. This is the but actual like, crypto space. But like not Bitcoin or no, no, no. Like it's all these other Ethereum. Yeah, yeah it's like the it's, other ones. Uh, Ponzi, Ponzi coin. Ponzi exactly. Coin. Right. I think actually, I think if we started Ponzi coin, we could probably get people to invest, even though it's oh in the for name. sure. It's for in sure. The, what we're doing is in the it's like boss exports. Like they're how, telling you what they're doing. <laughs> how the how they are how there isn't if there is a Bitcoin called Ponzi coin. I mean. We need, we need to get to on buy that immediately. We need to get two other people. Yeah, I want to buy all of the Ponzi after. coins, every <laughs> single one of them. Yeah. All right. Let's, I, uh, I I started to do two new things this week, but they were new old things. I first start, I I just started playing GTA Five again. No, nice. I played the other day too. <clears throat> I'm playing online and everything. How do I turn off the people talking, like the other players, through oh, my this, microphone? It's the worst thing in the world. Uh, there's a, there's a setting. Duke will tell you to do it because he he walked me through it and I forgot. But it, oh my it's, god! Once you turn it off to like like party chat only, it's the best thing in the world because you you don't hear anybody else because they're all awful. Yeah, I just want party chat. That's all I want. Yeah, because like, I'm not leave, in any parties. When you leave the general chat, it's basically um, people thinking they're pro rappers and uh, racists, and that's it. Also, I was like, are you guys talking English? And the girl's like, no, I'm talking Chinese. I'm like, well, Chinese isn't a language. She's like, yes, Chinese is a language. I said Chinese is not a language. It's if you're speaking it, country. you're not speaking the country, the, the language they speak in China. <laughs> it's like saying I speak South Dakotan. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I, I speak, speak American. Uh, it's, it's actually the best example. <laughs> and also, I started restart. I rewatched uh, Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I started watching it with my girlfriend. She hadn't seen it. So I was like, you know what? This is one of my favorite TV shows. We've got to watch it. Netflix keeps, try- keeps trying to get me to watch it. No, it's not on Netflix anymore. It's on Crave. Oh, Crave. That's it. Sorry. It's one of the 90 streaming platforms I'm paying for. <laughs> I, I like. I cut the cord years ago, and I think I'm paying much more now than I was when I was paying for cable. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's, uh, but at least I'm paying for things I want. So. I also still pay for cable because live sports. Yeah. There's, there's workarounds. There's, there's yeah. stealing your parents' cable. <laughs> that's my workaround. Oh, uh, let's get to the news, Eags. Terry, it's the news. Is it? Though? It is. It is. Much like, much like you know, 
photos of space that have been circulating for the last 24 hours. No, that didn't happen. These stories are huge. It's true. They, they're fake. They didn't happen. It's a good point. Yeah. Thank, good job you went, you went ahead, uh, going ahead uh, and getting that, uh, that breaking news story that's, that indicates it's actually fake. Um, <laughs> the top story, because July, Zach Wilson banged his mom's friend. This is the story of the offseason. No, he banged it's his the, best friend's mom. His best friend's mom. My mistake. My mistake. Wait, wait, wait. Two I very thought it was his mom's no, best friend. I, yeah, I understood something as Eagle. I understood his, his mom's best friend. Yeah. Okay, wait. First off, let's start with which one's worse. Um, well, the thing is, is that it's I not mean, worse if you if it's his best friend's mom. It's not worse because he started dating his ex-girlfriend. So, even. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. But if it's yeah. his mom's best friend. Then that's okay, too. Yeah, and mom's best friend to me, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Two like, consenting I mean, adults. What's, r- what's wrong, wrong is, is if you cheated it's on your girlfriend. It's the mom's BFF. Yes, it is. Yeah, mom's BFF. Yeah, there's nothing there. Nothing wrong there. Like, first of all, the Jets win so rarely that you got to take them where you can get them. Um, the other also, thing, like, it's, it's the only you time he scores over forty. It's true. Or scores. You gotta, you gotta appreciate Stifler's mom uh, memes. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I love. I, it's just this is another place where I disconnect with the the the, the comments. We're like the Stifler's. People are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, talking like about either he's wrong or she's wrong. Like, these are two consenting adults having sex. They can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Also, yeah, like, he's not even a, like. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Terry. He's not even like full Mormon. He's like only half Mormon. So, so he put it half in. He didn't really do anything wrong. Only half wrong, which is. Not even well, in God's name. they say, two wrongs don't make it right, but a half wrong is entirely right. Half wrong so, is definitely right. Yeah. He re- responded to the uh, news and everything on Instagram six hours ago as of this recording saying, took my boys to the Gozeran Club, Ranch Club in Idaho before camp. <laughs> Poor cell phone service. What I miss. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I like that he didn't phone with it. it. It's funny, though, that he was intended to, like, out him to make him look bad. And everyone was like, okay. How dumb, how dumb could this girl have been, though? Uh, I guess, I, guess I, like, I mean... I guess because the focus was like she was trying to be like he banged an old person, not like hey he cheated on me. Which is if that happened, that's the terrible part. Not that he banged like <laughs> no who he banged, who he banged doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Like if he cheated, he cheated. That's the problem. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. That, that's, I mean, that's what I didn't get. The problem is, is that I think that she's just a little butthurt that maybe he broke up with her when he went pro, and then yeah. she latched on to the next guy that's gonna go pro. Fair. And well, now maybe, she's like, like we. I, I don't know her either, right? So I mean, like. Who yeah, cares? well, he banged his mom's his mom's best friend, <laughs> rock but, star. But again, it's like it's like it's you you miss like you have an avenue, right? You have an avenue. Like, all right, if I say if, if he cheated on me, like the world will have my back because cheating sucks, right? Nobody likes a cheater. But mm-hmm. like banging his friend's mom, he's at an age where like his friend's mom is not ninety eight years old. I imagine. Um, we actually don't know who the mom we don't is, who the which mom is, like, is the difficult part about this whole thing. It's also better that she didn't dox the mom. That would have been way worse. Like, oh, it's gonna come out eventually who this woman is. Yeah, it'll be I'm surprised it'll it out, hasn't already. It'll come out on Facebook because of her advanced age. It can. It could also not. It could also not be true. Yeah, it's also a thing. It can just be that she tried to make it seem like he's such this asshole that bangs his mom's friends. Like, first of all, listen, bro, he's in New again, York. He's not in not Utah a, anymore. That's not a thing that makes. You an asshole. It's like that's yeah. not the part that makes you the asshole. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get I it. I don't know how. Is it just maybe it's big in the Mormon community? And we're just missing it. Or yeah, like Mormon outing community? people is huge in the Mormon community. Like there's just like there's like a part of the Bible that's called tattletale. Yeah, 
That's Tattletale why I, 316. That's why I would join uh, the Mormons is uh, for the hot goss. The gossip? Yeah. Did you watch Gossip Girl? I didn't watch Gossip Girl. Oh, Gossip, gossip Girl is a great show. Yeah. Great I, show. My wife watched it. And I, you know, like when you walk into a room and you just catch bits and pieces and you're like, ah, not for me. But like sometimes you miss <laughs> great shows because like you just have yeah. to walk into a shitty part. Like every show that's has parts true, yeah. are great, you know. I've watched yeah. it twice. Really? It's a good I, show. I, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, I'm going on a flight. This is my last show before vacation. Um, and I'm leaving next Wednesday. So I have to download a bunch of stuff to watch because I'm expected to be stranded in an airport for hours. So uh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll give Gospel Girl a shot. Maybe I'll give it a shot. You should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have breaking news oh, before yes. we move oh, over to breaking the... Breaking news. Uh, breaking news. The next story here. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets and forward Johnny Gaudreau have agreed on a contract, according to Pierre Lebrun. Uh, we don't know exactly the details just yet, but that literally just happened right now. He's going to get $12 million. Yeah, well, this is John Factually put it in our chat. Uh, seven years per... Uh, sorry, seven years, $12 million per... And like he's like saying, like, you can't not take $12 million. And then as an NBA fan, I was like... That's not a lot of money, is it? Like, <laughs> what's the CBA for the NHL? Oh, okay. No, apparently this is a big deal. This is a big no, deal. just that the cap is a lot lower. Also, they yeah, pay a lot more players, and they don't so have the, the NBA has money. a much higher cap for 15 players, right? Versus That's like it, 25 yeah. or whatever it is for the NHL. We also have uh, players like uh, Pacioretty moving to Cal- Carolina earlier today. We have uh, Claude Giroux moving to the Ottawa Senators. Um, what else was there? There's a few other big ones i'm trying to think of right now the um yeah so so just to to put in perspective he's getting 12 million the non-taxpayers mid-level exception the nba which is like essentially um a salary that doesn't count against your cap is uh, about 10 million dollars <laughs> that's an exemption that's an exemption status that you get Yermer uh, Jaeger says he's Yager. UFA. Yager. Jaeger, Yager. He gets the names of the most famous people on Earth wrong. Like the most famous I've been drinking player. too much, clearly. Too much <laughs> Jaeger. Um, but he's like, NHL GMs, I am also free agent once again. So he is looking for a contract right now. He wants that money. Makes sense. How many Jaeger bombs have you had, Eagle? Finish that uh, tweet, though, Eagle. Uh, finish it? You want to yeah. do the whole thing? Oh, I thought it was yeah. 50 years old, slow but strong and good hands, can bring experience and like to play only home games. Call me anytime. Also, as the owner of hockey club in Czech Liga, I am looking to sell a defenseman. No jokes. It's <laughs> a great so, tweet. <laughs> is that the most, like, honest... That's the most honest CV of all time? Look, I'm, so, yeah, I'm yeah. slow but I'm strong. Like, listen, I'm 50 as fuck, bro. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> oh. I'm still jacked. You know what I mean? Like I, I take Yager on my team any day of the week. Also, it's like it's the, the, you know I have defensemen I can bring. It's like I have clients from my old company I can bring to this company. No, no, he's he he's a GM of a team in Czech Republic. Yeah, and he's saying he wants defensemen. Oh, I for his it. team. Yeah, so he's <laughs> like, if any, like, if you're missing guys, I can bring my I can bring my boys. We'll fill out your team. Be super nice. I promise it'll be really good. <laughs> he was pretty good a couple of years ago for Florida. Yeah, I mean he was all right. Ah, for like you as know, good as again, as good as he needed to be, for know. his age and you know for a team also for point. a struggling Florida team back then too. Yeah, so. a team that had a lot of guys that weren't developed yet. Like yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Who and also like who knows what he did for their development, right? Because he is. Uh, I don't. Player. I don't see Yager as the uh, as the. Sp- I'll spend some time with you. No, but just um, having the guy around, right? Like having. Yeah. 
Like, it doesn't hurt to have one of the best players in NHL history playing there, right? I think he's, like, third all-time in points or fourth all-time in points or something like that. And imagine he, he didn't leave. Like, imagine he played in the NHL the entire time. Well, he uh, did. No, but didn't he, he just leave? left. He left, like, last year. No, but he had, like, a short stint in the in the Czech Republic before that, no? Oh, maybe, for, like, a couple maybe lockout. Maybe lo- during the oh, lockout. It could be that, yeah. Other maybe during the COVID. Important-ish people. Malkin stays with Pittsburgh. Um, mm-hmm. He was rumored to go to free agency, but decided against it last minute. Uh, yeah. Ottawa, I mentioned before, they already assigned Giroux, but they also moved Matt Murray to is it Toronto, I think. Yeah. For like future considerations and that type of stuff. So yeah, like a uh, lot of uh, movement this A lot year. of mediocre movements. The, the yeah. Johnny Gaudreau one is the biggest one. I thought he would have, I thought Philadelphia, because he's a Philly kid, I thought Philadelphia would have offered him the fucking house for for him to be there. But I guess Columbus offered him more because there's no reason why Johnny Gaudreau wouldn't be playing in Philadelphia. But like 12, 12, 12 million represents like how much of the cap. Because Columbus has nobody, right? So I imagine they have the most to offer. No, they don't. They don't. They don't have nobody. No, they don't have nobody. They have uh, Patrick Liney. They have Wierenski. Yeah. They have. But how many uh, of them are big cap hits, though? Oh, both those guys are. Yeah. Okay. Both those guys I are not. That, as a, I think Wierenski is an eight million dollar cap hit. I think uh, Liney is like, came with like a. I thought Liney came with a discount because. No, uh, they didn't retain because they traded him for Pierre Luc Dubois. Oh, so I think it was just a one for one. I I don't think there was any retaining there. But if yeah, you go on, if you go on the salary cap, cap next year is eighty-two and a half million essentially. So yeah, twelve is like fifteen percent of it. But that's the thing, though, that's, and yeah, it's like that's, that's significant. That's significant investment on one player. But also, it's been growing. I mean, like, listen, he's going to be the highest-paid player in the league, right? But there's still Austin, Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. Yeah. And um, and then there's going to be Connor Bedard who comes up next year, and we don't know what kind of a career Shane Wright's going to have. And uh, the the dollar amount is going up slowly, slowly. And I think the NHL has like it, the, the the line of growth of the cap and the other than the COVID years, is like this. It's yeah. not like this. It's it's really going strong. Well, it was slow for a while in the early 2000s, and especially now that they got picked up by ESPN, that's only going to help them get more hockey-related in- income, right? And that's that's the part that drives the cap up. That's it, exactly. But overall, I mean, it, so far there hasn't been any anything crazy uh, in free agency. There's been a lot of moves, a lot of moves that are expected. Um uh, you know, I'm excited, and the Habs. People are saying the Habs have gone quiet today. Listen, the Habs don't have to do much. They're they've been very vocal about the rebuild. Uh, they got uh, Kirby Doc, which if you saw the reaction between me and John, you know that this guy is just he's just a stud. He's a star. He's a star. Yeah. And the Habs haven't like, really I, I had don't a star like that hockey. since Kovalev. I haven't. I I, I, I don't know a ton about hockey, but I was excited about Kirby Doc. Like that's yeah. You know what I mean? That's 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 a. That's he's big. fucking good, man, and he's gonna be a fucking leader. And you know, Suzuki and him can battle it out for the C, because though any either of those two guys can be a good captain on this team, even Gallagher as well. Um, but I'm excited for this fucking team. And people are so negative, man. People are so negative. But like you always tell Alex, the intern, Twitter isn't a real world. It's not. It's not. It's not. And it's like the negativity. It's like Ken Hughes. What the fuck is he doing today? What do you mean? What is he doing? He literally flipped a defenseman that had like as much as we all love Romanov hasn't really played to the first-round talent that we thought he would. I mean, he had a good playoff when they made that run, but last year wasn't, was a, kind of an off year for him where it could have been a good year for him on a struggling team, and he didn't take advantage. So we got a 13th for that. Then we flipped that for Kirby Doc. Kirby Doc was the third overall pick two years ago. Like, yeah. oh, like shut the fuck up. You know, like people are complaining about, like, 
what, what's going on now. Caulfield's is, the, the amount of stars we have on this team is we've never seen it like this before. The, never. the complaining in the NHL draft to me is wild when you consider that you won't see most of these guys touch the ice for two or three years. Also, you, everybody you know? complaining. Like everyone's guessing, including the GMs. Also, everybody complaining has not seen a fucking lick of a yeah. bad highlight reel of any of these players. Yeah, That's you, the thing is like they don't, they don't publish their bad moments. They only publish like other than John, nobody is grinding minor league hockey tape, right? Like, exactly. He's the only one on earth doing this. But- but that's the thing too. It's like all these guys, are like, oh my god, I can't believe they fucked this up. They should have taken Shane Wright. Yeah, I was expecting them for the for them to take Shane Wright because of the center need. But the fact that they got Kirby Doc out of it means like, hey, we don't need the center anymore. If we feel like Slavkovsky is going to be our guy, then we're going to get him. And you know what? So far, so good. Slavkovsky's. I don't know if you have it in the rapid fire, but he's had he's had some sound bites. Some sound bites. I don't. They weren't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch them in the chat, unfortunately. He, at Last, one point, uh, he said. Uh, who was talking? Was that Eagles? No, go, 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 go. At one point, uh, they asked him like um, uh, something about Toronto. Oh, some, uh, uh, somebody offered him like a Toronto Maple Leaf side, or he had a Toronto Maple Leaf side, and they said, "What are you going to do with it?" And he said, "Put it in the garbage where it belongs," or something like that. Like, I don't need to have any use for this. But like saying it nicely, but also like, "Fuck Toronto," kind of thing. Like I'm, like I'm telling the, the world, "Fuck Toronto." Yeah, I, I like that he that he gets the culture of the team. You know what I mean? It's course, it's not yeah. just another team. That's to us the biggest rival. Also, everybody, everybody that was in Montreal, anybody that was in the Bell Center and stood up and booed an 18-year-old kid that just got drafted first overall. Yeah, you piece he, of garbage. He achieved his entire life because you think the player that the Habs were supposed to draft is better because you think he is. You don't know he is. You think he is. But that's the thing. It's they're not even. It's the the boos are not even for the player. It's that they think they know better because. Every, secretly, every fan, especially the you know, ones who play fantasy, whatever, think that they are pocket GMs. They don't understand what that work entails. They don't understand how much of a crapshoot every draft is, whether it's you know the NFL, NHL, NBA. Like, so few players have the ability to reshape your franchise. Like, you know, it, it, there's more chances than not that Wright or any of these guys will not reshape your franchise. Chances are they'll be. Fine players. The but, guy next year is gonna can reshape your franchise. Connor Bedard, he's the guy. Yeah. yeah. But we but might that's not, not get him. You're now. drafting first overall. It's not. Yeah. It's now, right. Hopefully um, they get a, they get a second first overall. Pick. I do want to uh, talk about this a little bit because we, we talked a little about. Uh, wait, wait, I, had, I had one last one here, just quick, quick, quickly. Just yeah, Edmonton. Um, they are trying to become a contender, especially now with Calgary losing their star player. So they signed yeah. Jack Campbell to a five-year deal, a uh, five million yeah. per. And they re-signed uh, Evander Kane to a four-year deal at $5 million per year. I just Googled it, and there is a casino in the West Edmonton oh, Mall. There is one, yeah. Well, you know where Actually, to find him. We can get him on the show because we'll, we'll, have, we'll have John Factually just go out there and uh, put a mic in his face. Actually, you know what? Fuck the casino in the West Edmonton Mall. But the last two weekends, I'm going to throw a plug here. The Team Quebec Brick has been playing at the, uh, the Brick uh, tournament, which is the best 10-year-old's. Basically, in North America, they all play at this tournament. Shane Wright actually has like records at this tournament. Max Domi, Ty Domi, Gallagher, like all, everybody. Anybody who's anybody who's been drafted has played in this tournament. And it's the biggest one. And Quebec lost in the semifinals. Um, but yeah, congrats to them. It was a bunch of, bunch of good kids. Uh, they won. The MVP of the tournament was on the Team Quebec team. And they're, they're, uh, they're partners with the Montreal Canadiens, too. So it's pretty good. Congrats to them. And it was I watched every single game. I loved it. I loved watching these 10-year-olds fucking destroy yeah. And maybe make the NHL in eight years. He's so much better 
at sports than we've ever had yeah. been or can dream to be. <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't even make sense anymore. Um, so yeah, we talked a little bit about like the the fi- no uh, finances and sports and free agency, and I wanted to have this conversation. Um, the first news story that sort of came across my 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 feed that had me thinking about this was Dame Lillard chooses to stay in Portland for 120 million over two years. He gets a lot of credit for sticking around, for not joining other superstars. And he goes out on Twitter and, and talks about how like he's not running from the grind. But also he stayed for the money, right? Like he's constantly taking the money above all else. And yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate yeah. it. I don't Why hate would it. you hate it? Just don't Why pretend don't like don't don't uh don't have me cereal and tell me it's salad, you know? Like at the end of the day, in ten years from now, let's say Lillard's Lillard's let's say fifteen years from now. Dame is retired. He has all this money in the bank account. And then people are talking about him like, oh, he never won a championship. You know what he's thinking? Look at all this money in my bank account. Go fuck yourself, yeah. Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> Who also didn't have a championship. Who also staying with, have- mostly staying with the same team. Um, yeah. But he, um, what's it called? With, uh, with, I, I heard a, a quote by and- Andre Godala, who's won four NBA champions, championships. And um, oh, he's Warriors. been to four. Sorry, he's been to four. He's won three. He went with uh, the Heat as well, but he didn't win that one. They lost to the Lakers. Cavaliers, Warriors, Warriors, Heat. Yeah, exactly. So he's sorry. Yes. Well, anyway, he's been to four championships. He's multi. He has multiple championships, and he has a um, he has a uh, Finals MVP. Believe it or not, he has a, um, yeah, because he has the game. He has the game winner. No. Yeah, he has the game winner, and uh, and then he would the next year be blocked from behind by LeBron and. That block would change the entire series. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> he his, his most famous quote that he's been saying a lot recently is, "There's um, there's no legacy other than generational wealth. That in the end, all you're, you you got to do is take care of you, take care of your family, and build on that because you don't know if your next generation uh, is going to be as great at sports. You don't know if the next generation is going to need money the way you know in a way that you didn't need money and so on and so forth. And uh, and so he's been big on that. And that that's what that exactly to your point, Terry. That that's what made me think of is. Dame Lillard's doing all right by him and his family, which is yeah, the exactly. priority, right? It's a job in the end. It's not like it's not like they brought in a guy that uh, allegedly raped over twenty women, <laughs> yeah. and um, they're they're kind of for, paying him, and paying him a minimum him. so that uh, he doesn't yeah. get, um, so, and and he doesn't uh, pay as much in fines, and then get criticized for not working hard enough. <laughs> but the uh, Anecdote on that, apparently Baker Mayfield, they asked him, were you going to do like a, a goodbye State Farm type of commercial for insurance and everything, like moving out? And he's like, I wanted to, but then they were like, nah. It's uh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. That would have been the, one of the best commercials ever. The The one thing I was thinking of, though, Terry, is when we were growing up, I think we'd hear like our older relatives would be like, oh, players these days are all about the money. And then we see guys like, you know, LeBron changed teams and try and improve his odds of winning a championship. KD got shit on so much for going to the Warriors when it was just like, you want guys to play for a championship. Now there's playing like, so now you're, we're actually cheering for the guys who are staying for the money and cheering against the guys who are moving around looking for a title. I, I don't, I've never been big on um, sort of these narratives. So I don't understand what that, where that stems from and why that perspective changed. It's the the bipolarism of the fan bases, man. It's crazy. It's like you get KD gets shit on gets shit on because he's always looking for another option, right? Yeah. And then other people get shit on. Oh, you don't care about winning. You just want money. Like the the amount of people that contradict themselves is fucking bananas. 
bananas. Listen, let these guys do whatever the fuck they want. If somebody wants to go ring chase, let them go ring chase. I don't like it, but I'm not going to complain about it. But you also it's, don't denigrate the great. Like, you're, to be fair, and I'll give you credit here, Terry, is like, you, you'll be annoyed by, by KD. But you've never said, yeah, KD's not that good at basketball. KD's trying. Yeah, he's unbelievable at basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it makes a difference when he leaves. <laughs> That's why it decimates a fan base. It pisses me off how good he is. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other example I thought about this was, was Tiger Woods, who he's made his money in golf, right? Like he's made more yeah. money than anyone, anyone's great, great, great grandchildren will ever need. Um, he went off this week talking about... Uh, how he can't be bought from Live Golf, being like, yeah, because you've made ten times more than any other golfer in the history. Also, of they offered him a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, so there's one report of a billion, <laughs> and then the other one was um, high nine figures. So yeah, nine hundred ninety nine million. <laughs> yeah, like or, or, it's just yeah. Like, um, what are we talking about here? Like, ton of money. it's ton of money. unbelievable the amount of money that they that place has. But so I'm sure the calculation by his business people were like, here's the money you make with all your endorsements and all the other things you do outside of golf. Do you and need more? Do you, like, but like, you would probably lose these, but then like it's replaced by live. So which yeah. lifestyle do you want? It's about also, also like, the, I don't know if they're going to be able to, are they going to be able to play at Augusta? Are they going to be able to play at the, uh, like St. Andrews and all that stuff? Like we don't know all that. I have a theory that um, the calculated risk by the PGA is that the, golfers don't matter as much as the courses like we watch the masters because it's the masters it's beautiful to watch and there's just something about that product and there's something about it's the crazy. history of it that matters in a way that you know um the the courses in saudi arabia or the the florida course that they're going to be playing at at live golf the uh, trump's course i can't remember the name of it um, uh trump's course is uh, mar-a-lago is that yeah mar-a-lago that, that it won't. It won't have the same feeling as the U.S. Open. It won't have the same feeling as as St. Andrews uh, this past weekend. Um, Greg Norman, by the way, not allowed at St. Andrews. It's already beginning in terms of that division between Liv and PGA. Why isn't he allowed? Hasn't he won because that thing like three times? But he's the uh, like the head, like the chairperson of the of Liv Golf. Oh, okay. In that case, yeah. Like he's like the actual competition. Like, he's the boss of the competition. I'm playing golf on Saturday and Sunday, so I won't be able to watch too much. But I am recording it, and I, it's the first time I'm watching the Open. Like I haven't, I've never watched it before. So. It's a wild course. They don't like. It looks like the worst taking care of course in the world, but it's on purpose. I, like, I've seen I've, like this high. <laughs> I've watched like YouTube guys. I watch. I follow a couple of YouTube guys that play. I've played there, mm -hmm. like Rick Shields and uh, Eric Eric Anders Lang, and they go there. They've gone there and they've played. It's a beautiful course. I'd love to play there. Yeah, but like on the 18th, there's like those houses and those buildings on the right side. Yeah. Rick Shields. I don't know if you know him, but he is my camera all fucked up to you. Yes. Yeah, it'll fix itself. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, Rick Shields, he smacks a ball and he doesn't know where it is. He's like, oh, it's out of bounds for sure. The guy, the course marshal, whatever he was, he walks up to him. He's like, you're five feet from the pin. He, he's like, it, it bounced on the street, hit the top of the hotel and bounced onto the green. That's wild. I, have you, I've actually hit a house before. Yeah, I broke a window actually last year at, at St. Rose. Um, it's also St. Rose. So uh, yeah, I hit a house at St. Rose. <laughs> yeah, it's impossible course. to not hit a house there. It's they're on the course. They're literally like, it's, it's, you know, what's funny is like it's not even I a hazard. I smacked the ball and I didn't like the drive because I sliced it. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take my mully now. I mully it. It goes over that net and you hear a talk like I hit a house. So I'm like, okay, hit the top of a house, whatever. Not the end of the world. So then we start walking. This woman and this guy come running out. They're like, oh, you hit my house. You broke the window in my bathroom. I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. You know, it wasn't me. And she's like, oh, then who could it have been? I'm like, it wasn't me. She's like, it was a yellow ball. 
So we all start laughing because I'm the only idiot that plays with yellow balls. And uh, so, so she shows it to me. I'm like, okay, so I guess that is me. Here's my number. They called me, but then they never. I was supposed to re- replace it. They never called me or anything. Just made so. kind of no insurance. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, and then my buddy's like, "Oh, the course will pay for it." I'm like, "No, the course doesn't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> they will never pay for that. Never." The, the uh, one last thing before we get to rapid fire, there was this conversation on the Michael K and Don LaGreca show. Uh, Michael K was off, but uh, Don LaGreca got a call, and the caller was calling about. Anthony Rizzo, I need to do all, all this preamble, Terry, because so little of the clip is about Anthony Rizzo. Oh my God! No Michael K. I got a podcast that's in the top 50 in every country on the planet. No Michael K. I've got two kids. 17 years I'll be married here in September. Guess what? No Michael K. I've got hair that people would die to have. Michael K. I can't hear a fucking thing. No? I'm reading his lips. Michael K. has got nothing to do with it. I'm one of the best friends you could ever have in your life. Zero to do with Michael K. Do not ever say to me, you wouldn't have the guts to say to my face, Michael K's got nothing to do with what I am and who I am. I can work with Michael K. I can work without Michael K. You better bring it. You ask me questions, I answer them. I ask you questions, you say, Don, 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 Don. That's what Cuber was saying when I was tripping on mesk in 84. <laughs> so, you didn't hear that? Zero. Why? What happened, Eagle? It's the double share thing. Oh, yeah, okay. but you but you turn it on for me and I know not to talk. Oh, I could have done that. Doofus. Yeah. So, Three, 300 episodes in, huh? <laughs> making the last 90 seconds of the show <laughs> useless. So... <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a recap, I guess, Terry, which is be weird yeah. to the listening audience who will have heard the clip. He gets a call, and the caller starts talking about Anthony Rizzo and how he's not helping the team. And he's like, he keeps, but he, apparently he was kept referencing how, like, how Mike, how Don LaGreca is elevated by having Michael K there. And he's like, he, he loses. It. He's like, you know what? I'm, don't you dare bring up Michael K again. I've done Jets pre and post game for 16 years. I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. But then his list degenerates. It's, his list becomes, I've been married for 17 years and have two kids. Michael K. had nothing to do with it. I have great hair. Michael K. had nothing to do with it. I'm a great driver and a great friend. <laughs> that was his list. That was his list yeah, of I'm items. Gonna wa- I have to watch this on my own time. I, I, I've watched this about 14 times today. It's my favorite thing that I've ever seen. It saddens me. So much. I want this as a recurring sound in the show. Eagle, my dude, I know I've got vacation brain going on, but like, I need you to carry, man. I need you to carry. <laughs> carry so the show, Eagles. The one, thing I was thinking, the one thing I was thinking was, okay, we obviously were on podcasts, right? And we don't take callers and whatever. But I would love to. For the, oh, you want to outsource labor to people less qualified? <laughs> No, I used to have a radio show with callers. I loved it. It's the worst thing in the world. I, as a it's, listener, it's, I just I will un- instantly turn it off every time I hear a caller. It's the best thing in the world because oh, all it is is just it's just like 
just annihilating them. Just like they come in, all their stupidity, just da, 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 ruin the heckler. They're just like hecklers, basically. I see it as calling people who are less talented to do your job for you. <laughs> I want to be able to do it. I just don't know how. I, I don't know. Eagle, do you know any like any kind we, of software or any program that uses this where I can get take callers? We call them. We don't tell them we're calling. We just yeah, call we just call them. random I can, people. I can look one up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you think of this? Yeah, we just then, call rant, and then hang up numbers. on them and make fun of them and tell them to listen oh, to the show. That would be so good. <laughs> that would be so yes, good. Yes, if that's the way we're doing it, Terry, then yes, I agree 100%. Yeah. But, but most of the time, it's radio show did not prepare. Let's take callers to hear your thoughts on the Canadians <laughs> and um, go to go to commercial in 45 minutes. Like, I felt it's, so bad for Sean Campbell today because, like, for an hour, there was nothing from the Habs. So he's just reporting. All, and Lucas Scott actually is his, uh, his sidekick. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just reporting like all just the, the basic stuff coming out of the rest of the NHL. So yeah. nothing for Montreal. So he had all this time to fill. It was it was he, he, did, he does a good job because he's a professional. But like yeah. it's July. It's tough. That's it's how we have Don LaGreca in the A block. It's yeah. July. We need. <laughs> this is why I have Zach Wilson sleeping with somebody's mom. July. Exactly. Only July. Um, yeah, no, it just the other thing about this, though, that I, mean, I find like these guys constantly talk about how athletes are soft right and yet yeah. the the hosts are so easily offended by callers who like are the like the same way that sports commentators are usually not athletes these guys calling in are amateur radio hosts right calling in giving their thoughts like why would that bother you someone could tell me yo terry Tam's so much better you'd be like he probably is. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. You're Maybe. nothing about Terry Time. Like, yeah, no, he makes me better. Like, yeah, it would, yeah. it would not affect person. me in the slightest. It's, yeah. the, it's the weirdest thing to have ego about. I don't understand it. People are fucking sensitive. Like, ego, yeah. ego's fucking sensitive that's all the time. He, he's, oh, I'm not. He's pouting. He's <laughs> pouting right now because I gave him shit because he he ruined my sound because he can't produce. I told you in advance it was sound. I told I you in advance. No, he so, just he chose. He 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 took the uh, he he took the business decision basically. Of of ruining ninety seconds of the show, yeah. Nice. Technically, it was seventy seven seconds. Well, no, because then the, the no, other then there's the time to explain. I had to, re- I had to recap the thing that everyone yeah. else heard, except so it was more than ninety show. seconds, and it was yeah. pretty much like full one hundred twenty seconds here. Yeah, yeah. four hundred wasted seconds. The title of your next sex tape. Eagle right. o- only Eagles the only one, Eagles the only one that knows how to waste one hundred twenty seconds. <laughs> Eeks, let's get the rapid fire. All right, we're gonna go through sixism today. We're gonna start with the courtside snacks. Lakers LeBron James uh, sat courtside, and NBA fans were amazed to see him eating his own packed snacks. Essentially, little Ziploc bag containing all the fun, tasty elements of a well nourished meal. Show me you have nothing to talk about with, <laughs> without telling me you have nothing to talk about. Like, listen, I, I get that it's very humbling, but the guy's a fucking, he's a specimen. He's not going to eat yeah. the food that are, like, at, at these places. I'm not surprised he does this. I'm not surprised more athletes don't I do just find it. I find it funny that the, the spin was, look at this everyman packing his own snacks. It's, no, it's the opposite. It's, he can't eat hot dogs. He can't eat, like, all the, the trash we put into our bodies um, because he, I want to say 10 years ago, Terry, the story came out that he spends a million dollars on his body in the offseason. To like keep him in specific shape. How much of that on his hairline? Well, not enough, <laughs> clearly. Mind you, yeah. suspiciously, in Miami, he never had an issue with his hairline. He leaves Miami all of a sudden. All of a sudden. <laughs> all the hair is gone. All the hair the, is gone. The Botox, plastic, silicone capital of the world. I will say, Summer League looks super fun. Like, it's yeah. 
NBA superstars and coaches and commentators all just wandering around casinos, occasionally catching games. And, you know, we see now the Warriors who just won the NBA title and their their summer league team dominating as well, which should be threatening to the entire team because that's all their young guys, right? That's all their young guns actually going out and playing well. You see Kaminga, Wiseman. It's what I've been saying is they somehow rebuilt the team in the two years that they took off while Clay Thompson was hurt. <laughs> It's wild to me. It's wild to me. That's when we talk about good and bad organizations. I don't think anyone can argue the Warriors are a bad organization at this point. <laughs> All right, next jumbo-sized former first overall pick Jamarcus Russell insisted that he was more than just a bust in this clip that was recently aired. I'll say my shit didn't turn out how I wanted it to, or not how they expected it to. You know, but. If you're going to call me a bus, like you say, put the biggest on that motherfucker, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you're going to say it, put the biggest on that motherfucker. But that shit don't bother me, man. Hold up. Limitless. Niggas to me, Captain, in it. That's uh, Jamarcus uh, Russell on the pivot. Um, yeah, so the, the, I, I like him owning it. The, Equal, some... you can turn it off now because now it's annoying. Yeah, it's be instantly <laughs> off as soon as the clip ends. Production will end. Production 101. The, uh, <laughs> the, there's there's some sad things about the Jamarcus Russell story. Like, we only found out about his addiction to uh, Purple Drank after he finished. Uh, I forget if there's the actual chemical that's in Codeine. the syrup. Co- no, but there's something specific that's... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, tryptophan. <laughs> sure. It's, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> but, like, you know, and he, like, legitimately gained weight because of how much of it and how much sugar is in it. Yeah, it's all shaking. sugar. Super, super dangerous. It's like wine. Exactly. Well, yes, except you can die much quicker (laughs) than wine. Yeah, because it slows down your heart so much. You ever see somebody on fucking, on that shit? person, no. It's pretty fucked up. They can't even stand straight. Like, they're they're talking. They they know, they they understand everything happening, but they can't, like, stand straight. They're, like, basically, it's as if they have no weight. Like, they weigh nothing. You know when you're just a little bit too drunk Mm -hmm. and you start feeling like your hands are light and all that stuff? Yeah. Thursdays, yeah. yeah. You know Thursdays? Sure. <laughs> you know how Thursdays feel? Exactly like that. Yeah. No, the, the, the one thing I will say that I don't care how sad the story is, it's always funny to me that he was given tapes because back then film was on VHS tapes. Yeah. And he was given tapes and saying, like, you need to study this. And the team <laughs> needs to make story. sure. They want to find out whether or not Jamarcus Russell was, was actually, uh, you know, doing the film breakdowns. And he came back saying he watched it and he learned so much. The tapes were empty. The tapes were empty. That's I wonder if they, if they covered that on the pivot. If they I'm ask curious, that question, I, I yeah. haven't heard the whole interview. I just saw that clip and thought, yeah, he I was like, on. Like uh, it. He was on the player. He was on the Players Tribune also. Yeah. So I think he's just doing like a kind of like a media role kind of thing. So I'll, I'll watch the pivot, the pivot one. I'm curious to hear because there's been a lot of jokes about Jamarcus Russell and he's our era of like, yeah. you know, like the biggest bust. You know, like a little bit older than us would have been Ryan Leaf. Oh, well, for you, Ryan Leaf, I guess. Uh, Ryan right? Leaf, to, like to me, when people yeah. say the biggest bust, it's Ryan Leaf. Yeah, also, for me, it's also Jamarcus drug Russell. issues, by the way. That's also what happened to him as well. Yeah, that too. He he's passed. He's he he's dead now, right? No, he's alive. He's alive. You killed. I feel like he's. Leaf. I feel like he's dead. No, he's alive. I heard an interview with him like two months ago, uh, where because he I feel like he's dead though. Eagle, can you look up if Ryan Leaf is dead? I promise you, he's not. He's newly sober after lying about being sober for years. He would book. He's forty-six years old and alive, right? Alive. Dead. Yeah. Okay. Nope. <laughs> he um he he's dead on the inside. He had been arrested recently uh, when he was telling people he was he was going on a tour telling people how he was sober. But what he was doing instead 
because uh, of his high profile, he couldn't really like buy drugs anymore. That's a anymore. great picture, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it fully <laughs> describes the story. He um he would book uh, house viewings to go see people selling houses, and he would raid their medicine cabinet, and that's how he would get his drugs. And then obviously he got caught because people were missing all their drugs, and he went to prison for that. And now apparently he's like clean for real and doing another media tour. And let's hope let's hope it sticks this time. Let's hope it sticks this time. But yeah, so the more to what we're saying before though, Terry, about uh, GMs taking a bunch of guesses. Jamarcus Russell, some GMs had a sixth-round draft value on him. He went first overall. There you go. Oakland. Oakland factor. All right. Choo-choo train out of Toronto, uh, or T.O., with all the news going on in the NHL. Very little is happening in Toronto. So the big news of the day is Charlie Montoyo, the manager of the Blue Jays, has been fired after losing eight of the ten last games. I think their overall record is like 46-44. and But, yeah, he's out, and the uh, other interim coaches are taking over. So this is perfectly timed, by the way. I mentioned it in our chat. Perfectly timed. I've never seen a a firing of a manager or a coach more perfectly timed than this. You're in Toronto. You know that baseball is already second, Mm -hmm. right? The biggest day. Third. Because the Raptors are way more popular right now than the Do you think the Raptors are more popular than the Blue Jays? I've... My my wife used to live in Toronto. I was there all the time. I'm telling you. Is there a Jurassic Park where they watch baseball games in the street and like 30,000 people are lined up in the streets? I guess, yeah. Is there a I recent championship th- of the Blue Jays? If you think about it that way. If you think about it that way. But like anyway, so let's say th- so they're third now, right? So that actually proves my point even more. Yeah. Why they, they announce that they're firing Arroyo in the middle of the NHL free agency Genius. Yeah, genius. Day one of NHL free agency. I, I, so, like, our show is basically a, a group chat come to life. Yeah. And I love you, Terry. You're the worst group chat person ever. ever. Uh, because your thoughts are largely incomplete. It was like, BJ's Fire Montoya, Montoya, uh, Montoya genius. Uh, uh, like, I read it quickly. I was like, Juan Pablo Montoya got fired because of a blowjob? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, is he still racing? Wait, oh, the BJ, I wrote the BJ's. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what this is. And then like, I, I, I paused for like five minutes. I was in the grocery store like, oh, no, no. This is what he means. This is what, this he, is what he means. My bad. Yeah. My bad I understand, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, like, Terry I, I, I mute the notifications on that chat. So, like, I only come in once in a while. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll ask, like, today, like, I, I forgot what you were saying. And I disagreed with you. Well, me and Duke both disagreed with you. I forgot what it was. It was about, uh, there's no, I said there was no, Added value to paying broadcasters. Yeah, money. actually, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about this because okay. I. No, it's not that. It's not that I disagree with you. Okay. It's just that. It's just that I feel like people do watch. Like when I look at the UFC, like I used to be like, "Oh, nice, Joe Rogan is on. I'm going to listen mm-hmm. to it." Because other people I'm not do. Like, you won't enjoy it when he's on. I'm like, I enjoy Tony Romo. No, but like, game. I'm more. I'm saying likely... I will not stop watching football if Tony Romo's not calling. It's very different. But the thing is, it's not that. It's because you have your one o'clock games, right? Mm-hmm. You have your one o'clock games where CBS is competing with Fox. So they're 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 paying for a, a certain amount of eyeballs to yeah. be able to bring like it, not every team is going to be represented right. So unless you're watching NFL Red Zone, not not everybody. It's a small percentage of NFL fans that actually have the NFL Red Zone. Like most people yeah. just watch most it on cable. Most people watch the local right? the local games. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so so when you're if like if I hear Tony Romo, if it's between Tony Romo and like and Jim Nance or Kenny Albert and whoever the fuck he. But has, when are you making I'm a going, decision of the broadcaster instead of the two teams that are playing? 
Like you're never saying when oh when these the Cowboys aren't playing and it's not a division game maybe or like an but interesting let's say, game. But let's say it's like it's like I don't know Chiefs Colts Bucks. Texans Chiefs it's, Bucks it's Chiefs Bucks here but it's not being called by Romo and the Texans. I know this won't happen because of the way they schedule these games. But Colts Texans or Colts Jags is has has Tony Romo. You're not going to switch because Romo's calling the worst 100%. game. One hundred percent. You're going to stay with a better game, no? I don't care about the Chiefs and the Bucks. What do I care I, about? I, them? Well, because I'd rather watch better football. No, but that's that's the thing. That's where we're at now. This is where our argument starts because you would rather watch better football. Always. But to me, the NFL has such parity that like I'm watching good football all the time. I do. I understand what you're saying. Like the Bucks and the Chiefs are superiorly better than the Colts and the Texans in this situation, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm listening to Tony Romo because I also it's it's also the entire experiment. I'm also a person that when I listen to a bad commentator, I, it's the only thing I can focus on. Well, and see, if I'm I listening do, to what I do bad I, commentators, I can't. I can't. When there's a bad commentator or when Troy Aikman is on, I instantly hit mute. <laughs> I love Troy Aikman. Oh, I hate Troy Aikman. I think. Well, I like I, Joe I, Buck. I like Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's killing me because I actually love Joe Buck on play. Yeah, yeah. And, and I find Troy Aikman adds nothing to the experience. He's not great, but when he does Cowboys games, he's good though. He's better on Cowboys games. He's absolutely. better on Cowboys games. Um, I just think he's not drunk enough in the booth. Yeah, just, I, just one more. A, one, I think one, one more drink. drink. Yeah. One more Paloma. One more Paloma. One more, old, one more old fashioned with a little yeah. bit of tw- with a little bit of penis twist. Yeah, a little penis twist. But it and that's the thing is like. I, again, I think I'm also not the normal sports fan that I always have three screens on and my wife is usually watching something on Netflix. So, like, if there's a game where, um, like, I don't like the broadcasters, I'll just mute it. And then, you know, like, my wife will come in and watch something on TV and I'll be listening to the audio of that while watching the game or oh, I'll be, okay. re, you know, reviewing our podcast or I'll be listening to another podcast or listening to music while watching the game. And that's how thing- I... I, I understand. I I know most guys don't watch games on on mute. I'm a weirdo. I get it. You no, know, I do. I only do it with Alouette's game, so I can listen to uh, Marco and Sean on uh, the radio. So I still listen to. Well, TSN. if my friends like if Mo Khan's calling an Alliance game, for example, I'm always listening, right? Like it's, yeah, exactly. If Campbell's when I when Campbell's on the between the periods, it's the only time I listen to between the periods is on radio when Campbell's on. Because especially now that the Alliance friends. games are actually listenable. Yeah. Uh, the first yeah, the couple first of games was awful. Awful. All right, that was uh, not a very rapid rapid fire. <laughs> so but, all right, we have to bring we... our argument to air, Eagle. <laughs> I forgot we were rapid fire, yeah. All right, so next here, Mild Thing, famous for his trash talk, Nick Kyrgios took to the court during Kyrgios. his Wimbledon final and lost his patience uh, for a fan who was trash talking him. We have this clip on, uh, our, on our channel. Correct. <laughs> 700 drinks, bro. <laughs> I love this guy. You have no idea how much I love this guy. He is the sole reason why people should watch tennis. Because the best the best parts about tennis is the blow-ups, right? The, like, the yeah. smashing the rackets and all it's that It's like shit, NASCAR. Right? You watch for the crash. Yeah, exactly. And I knew that Kyrgios was not going to beat Novak. Kyrgios beat – it was a Greek-on-Greek battle. Kyrgios beat Tsitsipas, who was ranked fourth in the world. And Kyrgios is unranked. Well, unranked. He's not ranked in the top. Whatever you need to have a number next to you. Yeah. And um, and the fact that he was in the final was crazy. And he's such a good server too. When well, he got there by getting in people's heads by trash talking, like to yeah. us hit a ball into the into the crowd because of how infuriated he was with Curios. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. So anyway, I'm a fan. I hope he, I, I hope he wins a, a big one, man. I hope he does. 
It would have been great if you won Wimbledon, though. It would have been fantastic. It's it's pretty wild. In in sort of a country club sport, we have a yeah. guy who shows up walking around in Jordans, talking about basketball, you know, talking trash the same way guys do when they play, you know, football or street ball or whatever. You know, those sports where you really like face up with another person. You don't get yeah. that a lot in the individual sports because it's an individual sport. You spend so much time practicing by yourself. It's it's cool to actually see uh, someone get into it that way. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. All right, next. Premature. In a Valor FC game, a player was so eager to celebrate a goal, he ended up costing his team that same goal. Oh. Speaking of all whites, there goes Dyer. A deflection will sit up nicely for him. Tracks it down, opens up to his right boot. The cross towards Ricci. Second effort, it dribbles in. No! Did Akio clear that off the line himself? What in the world? Oh, Ricci had that going. Akio was trying to make sure it got over the goal line, and in the end, has a goal line stand. He kicked it a full cross line. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That is clearly going in. Willie gets there, and yes, he keeps it out himself. Why did he do that? Of all whites, there's no dire. reason for you to do that. I don't. It's it's worse than it's worse than Deshaun Jackson. I, I don't get it. It's like it's like one of those kids who gets an interception when he's 10 years old in football and he runs the other way. You know, like or yeah, J.R. Smith in the finals going to the basket. Yeah. Like it's it's that yeah. level, right? Like it's. Yeah. It, but I've never quite seen it that way. He accelerates to kick the ball out of the goal, and he and then he starts celebrating the goal. Did he think it went in already? I don't. I think I think he wanted to kick it in to make sure it goes in. He wanted to get the goal, and then he realized he kicked it out, and he was pointing to the line like, "Oh no, it crossed already." But I don't oh, think it had. Man. What an That's idiot, wild. dummy! And last one here, drop anchor, um, guys. We've all had moments where we have a little bit too much to drink at an office party, and you know the afternoon's not so great. Um, but it's different if you work on live television or, for example, have to anchor the weekly news. Uh, let's watch this clip and see if you can make it through it. Um, I definitely couldn't, but let's maybe you have a better chance than me. We'll find out. More than 50 million people across the country southeast are under warnings for excessive heat. And boy, don't you know that? 105 degrees in Texas today. I just spoke with my mother. That's what she's dealing with. It's a major heat wave. And it is, it's, it's just hitting everywhere. We're so lucky. It's only 80 degrees here. We are really lucky here in the capital region. I mean, let me tell you about that. These areas are reaching such areas. I mean, it's Houston, Austin, San Antonio. I mean, they're not expected. It has happened. Like, you don't need us telling you that it's bad. It's like, like people are being told to, like, stay inside, drink a lot of water. And we are just lucky. This weekend right here is so amazing. Uh, uh, meteorologist Craig Adams is right here with here. But also, uh, like... Craig Adams, why did I say that? Of course, clearly, like, here, we're taking a live look over uh, downtown Albany. And, and, of course, just like me, meteorologist Craig Gold is working a double shift and so um, he's in and we've been we've been tracking this and you know we've been talking about just like what it's been like across the country and the different reasons that why it's so hot in other areas and we're having really nice weather here so let's get over to uh, Craig Gold. Hey yep. Craig. All right good evening Heather and yeah the weather has been quite nice here across the northeast. What's his name? Craig Gold. 
She called him Craig Adams. <laughs> was she hammered? Oh, hammered. Completely hammered. Guaranteed. The, she she hands it over to the meteorologist and she turns to her producers like, I killed it. This tweet is the, is the best part. Which part? That one right there that she tweets. Her schedule. They, my, my, my favorite part is that she's rambling so long, they start recycling the footage. Yeah. Through, like you need to, I guess like, because we're, we're like, in this right like we understand the, 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 how this all works we know that th- they had to loop the video because she'd been talking so long um and then the other thing uh was that she was talking about how this was affecting her mother specifically it was there's so many great parts it's hard to imagine what uh, everyone's favorite part is because there's there's so much gold in there there's craig gold she's it doesn't it, she reminds me of you know like those drunk girls that when they um they just start like talking shit to you and they just ramble. Mm-hmm. That's what she reminds me of. She's like, well, you don't even know like what you're talking about. <laughs> and then why was she like rubbing it into Houston that Albany had good weather? Or like, I what the hell is like, the point of that? She like really starts trash talking Houston. She's like, we had great weather this week. Like, great weather. You, you guys. see how good it is, Houston? See what you yeah. suck? <laughs> Losers. Yeah. It is, it, I, I think you, if you watch that clip, it's like, you know when you stare at a beautiful painting and every time you stare at it, you notice something more and more impressive like you're looking at van gogh and you're like my god this guy is such a genius every every time i look at starry night i notice more and more and more every time i see that video clip terry i notice more and more and more hilarity she is a true artist true artist. she has resigned by the way so <laughs> of course she is. listen man the best artists in their time were never appreciated in their in their prime so it's a good point um there we go i don't think that was a good point <laughs> terry thanks for joining us Could thank have been. you for that news anchor she was she weighed the showdown. She was the actual anchor. Um, Thank Eagle. you to Zach Wilson's mom for having a friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not all heroes wear capes, although she might have been wearing a cape. Uh, uh, Zach Wilson's definitely wearing a cape. And also, uh, thank you to Zach Wilson for tell- showing everybody that it could be done. It can be. It can be. Slipper's mom. I want to thank Slipper's mom, and I want to thank those of you who have liked, subscribed, followed, re- rated, reviewed, done all those wonderful things. If you have not done it yet, please do so. And most of all, thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.